Hey everyone, welcome to Unlikely to Apologize. I'm one of your hosts, Nikki. And I'm Heather. And welcome to our, what did you call it? Our Super Bowl Super Bonus episode. Yes, we brought, as promised, my sister back to talk about her experience with dating after divorce and the uh, different situations she's found herself in. Um, Welcome, Danielle. Hello. Hey, (laughs) thanks for having me. Thanks for coming back to do this with us. I know. <laughs> oh, I've been waiting for this Yay. one. All right. So what's it been like? Let's, let's, you get divorced, you take yeah. time to heal. How long after your divorce did you wait to feel like you were ready to even kind of start dating again? So in the beginning, when I, as soon as I was, you know, separated and I had moved out from my house, I, you know, joined Bumble and Bumble is you know, for the women and the men both have to match and the women have to send the first message. So even though you match, the woman takes initiative, which is a great prospect because if, you know, you're just looking at it as like, okay, something to do, like, no, you have to put in the effort. If you want to speak to this person, instead of getting these like, you know, messages from these men that you match with, you're like, eh, Like when you're on Bumble, it's like, okay, yes, I'm really interested in this person because now I have to talk to them because if I don't, then why bother swiping? Right. So wait, so when you're on Bumble, so like on Tinder, you could swipe, you automatically match, you could talk, but on Bumble, you're actually taking the time. Like, all right, I swiped. Now I have to answer. The woman has to make the first move. So I, you know, did Bumble first. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to do Bumble because you know, whatever. I was not ready for Bumble because I did not want to, (laughs) you know, make the first move. And at this point I was still very vulnerable. So I, you know, I was like, you know what, this is not for me. So welcome to the wonderful world of Tinder. (laughs) So Tinder became, you know, I took it very, you know, seriously. I did pay for a subscription, which oftentimes if you're not investing in yourself to, you know, find a match for yourself, how can you expect someone to invest in you? So for me to make the investment and see other people making that same investment. Okay. No one's going to pay, you know, to go hook up with someone at the bar. They can just go to the bar and just call the middleman middleman out. So Tinder became a play, a playground for me. So when I first joined, when I first joined, I got about 600 likes in the first like seven hours. I think I remember you texting me and going this many likes. Oh my God. I was like, is this real life? Is this real life? Like, is there even that many people like around me that, you know, whatever. So I was very blown away by that. And then, you know, you start to critique your search or whatever, what you, you know, what you're looking for, what like, you know, um, by age and by distance. And then, you know, my very first Tinder date, I actually, I booked I listen to me. I booked, I booked two dates in one day. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to throw myself in there. And see what happens. I went on a coffee date and this man was very persistent about, you know, speaking to me prior and I wasn't ready to go on a date. And I was like, no. And I was like, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, come on, just meet me for coffee, which I did. I was like, okay, I did the coffee date. I'm going to do a dinner date. So that night I did a dinner, a dinner date. (laughs) So 
from there on, I got the confidence to date and still, I was still very vulnerable. And, you know, there's that meme that says, are you going to tell me I look pretty today? Or do I have to go to the gas station? <laughs> so it was really nice to like be around people that wanted to be around me, like enjoyed right. my company, like thought I was pretty, would tell me I was pretty, you know, you know, stuff like that. But you have to be careful because you have to look at the person's pictures and see what they have in their bio. So if you have a ton of pictures of them shirtless or, you know, close crotch pictures, good Ooh, chance wait, are there. Yes. You said close crotch pictures. Yes. That's a, that's a thing that is, that's, that's a, a thing. Oh, that's a thing. So in the sea of Tinder men, there are a bunch of men holding fishes. <laughs> there are a bunch of men at the gym. There are a bunch of men that only shows, you know, their lower area. And a lot of them say like need to be discreet. So those are the people you need to stay away from. Need to and not be so much discreet. the fishing guy. Need to be discreet, which means they either have a girlfriend or, or they have somebody. They have somebody. So I noticed that the certain men that I would, you know, come across, like if they had like, you know, shirtless selfies, like red for flag. me, that's very superficial. It's superficial, which is red flag, which is, I, you know, I'm not into, I'm not like into a superficial person. Right. So, but then I had to learn that. Right. Because I don't know anything like I'm, you know, dating for the first time in like six years. So I don't know right. anything it's about changed, that. Clearly it's changed a lot. And like another thing about, you know, I, me still being somewhat vulnerable, but the second you tell a man that, you know, you're going through a divorce or you are divorced, you become that wounded gazelle at the watering hole. And they think you are an easy meal, which in fact, I was not. I love so, that analogy. I was not. <laughs> He's dying. Okay, hold on. A wounded gazelle at the watering hole. Yes. That's amazing. Easy target. Easy target, right? Oh my gosh. The mental picture. But I, I was not, you. I was not about to be someone's meal. Little did they know <laughs> I was not about to be someone's meal. So good for you. yeah, good for you. I, and one thing I also had to learn, like the sensitive swipe. So you can be scrolling and then all of a sudden you super like somebody that you're not even interested in. It just happens. Mm-hmm. And with that comes the match and then comes the messages, the unwanted messages. Mm-hmm. And there are quite a few that I would send back and forth to like my sister, um, a, a few close of my friends. I'm sure if I searched back through my text messages, like based on keywords, I can remember certain ones, but I also get kind of confused because I remember certain ones from before you were married that always used to get me. So it's, it's funny to see the transition. Yeah. It's funny to see the transition because of how you were when you were like a single woman and now you're like a divorced woman and just men are different. Like there's still years ago. Yeah. But they're still the same, but like, but I feel like, I feel like she gets more, she, she was, (laughs) she was a lot more fast or she's a lot more fast now and like immediate. No. Whereas before, like you would get more creative. (laughs) Well, I feel like though too, once you go through like, right, what she said, kind of like run, once you go through a divorce, the things you're willing to tolerate, Oh yeah. but also you don't know what you like, right? Imagine, right. You haven't dated for years. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what you like, what you don't like, what you're looking for. Cause right. You were married to this man who you thought 
was what you wanted when in reality he clearly wasn't because you're not together anymore so it's like well wait do I go after that type again or do I try something different clearly it's not the shirtless crotch men (laughs) maybe it is well sometimes well you know what you know what sometimes like being in the state of mind that I am right now sometimes a person is a red flag waving a red flag throwing red flags at you so that's the difference between you know dating now and dating back then so you kind of just find your way and you learn from your mistakes or you learn even like during my marriage like I look back now and there were so many red flags that I ignored so you know, I see those loud and clear now. So I'm going to look for those in my future partner just to make sure that I don't find myself in those situations again. Well, I also feel like though the longer a man is on Tinder or any of these dating apps, I feel like the bolder he's going to get. Right. Absolutely. I mean, some of the stories I read, like, and he knows what works, right? So he's not saying something that hasn't worked for him in some way in the past. There's women out there who just want that that's it's not even that but women there are women out there that just want to hook up and there's nothing which is fine there's nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with that. that so that might be immediate like if i were to go back and just be like this is i know that this can happen and i don't have to put any effort into it i don't have it doesn't matter it's going to happen right right which is what tinder was originally started for wasn't and it? honestly all you have to really do is just swipe on everybody and just deliver the same message and see who bites right, right. There's no, it's just that easy copy and paste yeah. Not even, I can't even tell you how many times, you know, men have act, asked me my occupation when it's clearly in my bio, So they're not reading. you know, asked me what I, um, where I live. It's clearly in my bio. So they're not taking the time to see if I'm a good fit for them. They'd rather, you know, take a chance like, oh, well, maybe she wants to hook up. Like, let's just bypass everything. Like, and <clears throat> or they're making there were as a way to initiate conversation, right? They don't know what to say. So they're like, Hey, what do you do? Is that a if, thing? Yeah. And I'll, if for me, if they don't, you know, come in with like something clever to say or something, okay, they gotta be clever. They gotta be funny. Something to they have, you have, you gotta say something to like get that person's attention because, or else you're just another, you know, shirtless man holding a fish in the sea of tinder like what makes you different from and and you know what you know what it's us what what it is for us it's an only fans you know advertisement oh follow me on oh you know subscribe to my only fans or those like infamous wing pictures apparently that's a big thing too like women standing behind these like wings like that's like a cliche tinder picture yeah that's a thing (laughs) and apparently like a bunch of like bikini pictures that's how you know it's it's different for men and for women that's how like women show like that type of person and that's how men show that i just think of ed hardy with wings in the background like i don't want to fuck with that bitch (laughs) i couldn't have ed hardy shirts (laughs) you would and it was oh it was the oh i did they were it was i wore it out i gotta find a picture somewhere would you have a von dutch hat too because no i didn't i had had, like it was a black shirt and it was super low cut and it was really this is back when I was skinny and it was so tight and it had the coolest design on the back with like the blue rhinestones and it had Ed Hart yeah I can't anyway <laughs> back in the day all right so where do we get to the juicy bits yeah so again um <laughs> I like I said I had to learn and you know, which men were worth my time and which, which men weren't. So in the beginning, I wasn't realizing this. So I have so, a question and you don't have to answer it if you don't want to. In the beginning, 
when you were mentioning you were vulnerable, you weren't necessarily looking for a partner. Was it more so just to like get things done? You know, there at the time, like, I think that I'm, you know, doing this, like I'm, you know, trying to find my person, but in reality, it was gas station dates. It was just someone telling me I was pretty and someone telling me I was wonderful. But I think that's what I needed. That's what I needed. Yeah. Following a divorce. I feel like that is something that you need, right? You need to feel wanted. You need to feel validated that you're worth something. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who's telling it to you. In reality, like I had to find that for myself. Like I needed to validate myself. But in the meantime, it was a lot of fun to, you know, go out with these men and they, you know, we would talk and like, I, (laughs) my very first date, no, I think this was my third date. I was seeing this very good looking man and he was, you know, out of New York, this one in particular, you know, I had, so back then I had my bone infection in my finger and my hand was healing and it was really dry. So last minute, right before I'm about to walk in the restaurant, I take the only thing I had in my car, which was sunscreen and I slather it all over my hand. And then I must've patted myself or touched myself before I went into the restaurant and we make it maybe like 20 minutes into the restaurant. And he's like, so I have to ask you, he's like, do you have a third nipple? <gasps> and I was like, what? He's like, you have like flaky, sticky stuff, like poking out of your shirt. I had gotten the sunscreen on my shirt. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and, you know, he made a joke about it, but like, you know, how embarrassing, like, and what, and if I thought that was embarrassing, there was way more embarrassing moments to come. Another time I went out with this one man and very good looking too. Um, we go to the restaurant and I, I feel like he's kind of like not looking at me, not, you know, engaging. And, you know, we sit down and he doesn't order a drink and I'm like, oh, this is going to be a quick date. This he doesn't really, yeah. he's not interested. Actually, there might be another one. I was like, he's not interested in me. And then he like, all of a sudden like looks up and I can't picture anything else, but the mean girls movie. And he goes, so you're like really pretty just like that. And I'm like, okay. So he does like me. Like the, there was a time where I was like, I don't know if these people are interested in me. Like, because you right. don't know, cause you're not used to getting like that kind of attention. And on that same date, they had given us Mason jars full of water. It was like an Italian restaurant. And every time I took a sip of this mason jar, the water poured from each side of my mouth. <gasps> it happened four times, four times on this date. Like I never had taken a sip out of a cup before. Like I was a Neanderthal and just didn't know what a cup was. And, you know, he laughed it up. He, no big deal. I go to the bathroom. I had a bib of water running down my shirt. My shirt was soaked. You can see my bra. You know, he was a good sport about that. And, you know, that was, it is what it is. It was that whatever. But um, <laughs> the next day, Haley was in the car oh because we were, driving, we were driving around running errands. And Haley's oh. like, you know, Haley's laugh, like full yes. on crying. Was the mouth on the yeah. <laughs> I was like a feral child, like never drank out of a cup before. And it just, and I just kept doing it. Why didn't I ask for a straw? Like, I don't know. I just kept doing it. But, um, <clears throat> So those were a couple of like the, you know, funny story dates. And then I did have one. Now I tried match. I tried hinge. I tried bumble. I tried Tinder and I'm repeat offenders because I delete them and I go back. So this one match.com date, 
I was not interested in, um, you know, getting to know this person. I was like, if I have to make small talk one more time, I'd rather light myself on fire. So I told this man, you know, let's, <laughs> let's, you know, have dinner or whatever and just see where it goes. Like I got the gist of who you are. If we connect in person, you know, so be it. So he drove, I think 40 minutes to see me, which I offered to drive halfway. Okay. And he was like, no, like, I like this area. I said, okay, well, you know, if we headed off, then, you know, maybe we can do something else afterwards. So he agreed. So I'm on this date and I am like, this person is just not for me. He's, you know, he's, you know, a handsome man, baby face. And there was just no, there was nothing between us. It was just like making casual conversation that I felt like I was carrying. And I definitely felt that my personality was more powerful. I I don't want to say powerful, but it definitely took the lead. Mm -hmm. So, you know, towards the end of the day, and I made sure to eat my whole pizza because at this point I'm not going to waste it and I'm not going to see this guy again. So I ate the whole pizza and he says, so do you think you want to go here afterwards? And I said, you know, I have to be honest with you. I just don't feel like we're compatible, which I think is the most, instead of wasting your time, he became so irate with me. He, you're judgmental. I can't even believe you're not even going to finish the day. I drove all this way. And I said, and then he's like, you're paying half the bill. He says to me, just like that. And which I'm more than fine with, I always offer to pay half or I always offer to a tip, you know, it is what it is, but it was such this brattiness about him. And I was like, this is why I am not interested in you. And this is why you're still single. Couldn't well, take rejection. Like, could you imagine though, like going on a date with this guy, right? Because people usually on, on first dates and for a while can hide who they truly are for a while. But could you imagine like, a month in or four dates in, and then that comes out and you're like, Whoa, I mean, he clearly has some anger issues. Some Mm -hmm. He definitely had some things that he was struggling with that he had mentioned, you know, during our date. But, um, I was just like, I literally (laughs) now at that point I drank like three glasses of wine, my whole pizza. That's the moment too, where you're like, I'm already drunk. You already have like a, a tolerance of what you're willing to deal and with. And then you're just not willing to deal with. When you're buzzed, you're like, I don't want, I don't want this conversation. There's been many times where I'm like, I don't, I don't want to have this conversation. Oh my goodness. So if um, you had to pick funny moments, text messages, your response, situations you've been put in, do you have them where you can share them with us? Yeah. Like how have you made light of kind of, it sounds like some pretty terrible dates, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they, they weren't terrible. They were, I mean, that one was terrible, but oh, the other no. ones, they, I mean, were, they were always respectful, right? yeah. always respectful. Um, so, but yes, you- I do. I have a Rolodex of <laughs> So I memories. guess we'll rephrase the question what are the messages from the people that you didn't go on dates with? Oh, the ones that I mistakenly swiped on and later learned that. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) there is one from a while ago. It was before I even got married. And this one was probably my most creative. Oh, I love when she does this. I've been begging her to start like an Instagram. And this, I was, 
I was like in my mid twenties. It was 4th of July weekend. And he had sent a message. I don't even know his name. I like, don't even have that. I just took a screenshot of what the message was, but I like, you know, I posted it on Instagram because it was hilarious. He goes, he says something. And I said, are you drinking while tindering? And he goes, maybe. So I say shame. And I didn't hear from him for a little while. And then he just comes back two hours later. He goes, would you be interested in sitting on my face in the near future? Wait, just what? like that. Yes. Just like that. And I said, depends. Would you be interested in letting me shove Polly pockets up your rectum? <gasps> See, I'm not witty enough to say that. Who says that to somebody they don't know? I mean, it's Tinder. That's what they're doing. I think it makes it easier because you don't know them. Right. Like, I feel like if somebody came at, depending on the mood, if somebody came at me, I could be... I would not be as witty as asking them about shoving Polly pockets up there. <laughs> I mean, that's Danielle. Yeah, she's, but she's, she's I, I, I don't understand that you <laughs> your say face that. right now is so perplexed. Well, how do you, I mean, I've been dated ask. in a long time. So my husband and I are about to celebrate our eight year anniversary of being together. So I haven't dated in a long time, but I cannot imagine somebody think like, who says that? I, I actually have a question. I would actually like to know what girls have said all right do people say somebody who's looking for the same thing somebody who's looking for the same thing okay and you know what he what do they say i'm gonna shoot my shot that's what he did you know that was the end all be all like we were saying if i didn't copy paste copy paste you can say anything to 100 women you get three people you can have a girl sitting on your face three potentials like yeah 20 minutes like amazon Oh no! <laughs> it's Amazon of the pussy. <laughs> oh, you said it. it! I said it. Oh my god, I don't have any. I can't. <laughs> this is an. Should I continue? Yes. Should I continue? I mean, oh, I'm pretty yes. horrified, but please. Oh, you're oh no! They, you know. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not a virgin. Okay. But... I know. <laughs> so this message, this message was from October 29th of 2020. This was, you know, right in my COVID, right in my separation. And this man actually looked, you know, like he might be a nice guy. There wasn't any red flags other than that. that, He didn't have a bio, which is kind of a red flag. So he goes, wouldn't mind having those thighs wrapped around my face right now. Okay. And I said, let's compromise. How about Saran wrap instead? (laughs) So there's a lot of men who like to give oral. Have you not seen the, like, have you been on TikTok and they literally, there is a viral TikTok that it was like, a woman goes, I'm like uncomfortable being on top because I feel like I'm suffocating you. And they literally stitch it. And all these men are just like, sit. If I die in between your legs, I'm going to heaven. Wait, what did he say back to that? (laughs) Did he respond to you? You know what? He did respond and it was something like, I think he knew, he knew like I was obviously playing with him. So he thought he was going to say something clever back, but it wasn't clever enough. It was, he had nothing better to say than what I just said. Well, you can't, what do you say back to that? Do you want my response? (laughs) Okay, if you're, yes. If you were to say that to me, I'd be like, sure, can I poke a hole where my mouth is? 
he wasn't even clever enough to come up with that. Well, I mean, that's, that's what clever. I mean. So, like that would have been something about being into bondage or something. Something. Okay. I mean, you gave him a perfect opportunity to play with you verbally, and he didn't do it. No, he like he de- he, he tried, said something like he would be. I could be into. I don't even know what he said, but something like I could be into the. I don't even know. So it's not like you know the conversation didn't go dead. He like came with a counter, but it wasn't enough like it wasn't mentally stimulating enough for right. me to continue it right I mean <clears throat> like there wasn't like yeah. he didn't set me up for any more content so there was this one man and this was like years ago on plenty of fish and he he had said something he made small talk and he was like oh you know I'm a freelance photographer you know would you be interested in modeling I said, well, what kind of modeling, you know, do you do? Like, do you photograph? And he says, usually fetish. So here I'm thinking, fetish? Like, okay, fetish. So I'm thinking like, okay, like this is obviously has to do with like my body, whatever. So I'm like, I like to take pictures with my dead dog. Is that <gasps> fetish? You said that? I sure oh did. <laughs> what did he say back to that? He's like, ooh, no. Like, I think I turned him off. Like he stopped, he stopped messaging me after that, but I knew where that was going. Like, Oh, you think I'm dumb and I'm going to, you know, give oh, you yeah, I'm pictures. A, I'm a photographer. Let me take pictures of you. Yeah. And he's probably like, Oh, like insecure girl is going to jump at any. Oh, know, okay. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. And nothing good comes from somebody telling you they're a photographer and you should be a model. Right. That doesn't right. end well. You're going to end up you. on somebody's casting couch. It's bad. Don't do it. Girls yeah. who are listening. Don't. Any man that tells you he's a photographer just he's wants not. to lay you. It's done. And if you're listening, yeah. and if you're if you're partaking in sending nudes, you do you, girl, but block face out. So I said, Google images. Google images is a just good. do. Nobody should see your parts until they're actually seeing your parts. Well, I agree with I that. I mean, but if that's what you want to do, like that's I mean, by all means. But at the same time, it's very easy to find. A clitoris on Google. <gasps> oh no! Just saying, you could search. So I've definitely dabbled into sending the nudes, quote unquote, and I had never done that before. I was not into that, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking do it, and I did it. And then all of a sudden, I was just like Oprah handing out nudes, and you get a nude, and you <laughs> get a nude, and you get a nude, like. It's just what it just it was fun and in the moment and it was to people I wanted to see it. Right. So, so I have something. I don't even know if I want to ask this because I'm probably gonna have you, to edit this out. You later. can ask. So I've sent my husband. I've seen you okay. never even said no. Shane? What I'm trying to say is so I've never really been asked because I've usually been like I've been in long-term relationships and when I was single, um, it was right, I think, when Snapchat. So this was way before I met my husband. Snapchat was around then. Yeah, but I guess it was. I had Snapchat and this guy, really good looking guy. I was really good friends with his brother, found me on Snapchat after we had gone out to a bar one night, like hung out, like nothing happened. I was just out with my friends. It was my friend's birthday. And he like found me on Snapchat and started sending me pictures of him on Snapchat. And I never did it back. Well, come to find out that motherfucker had a girlfriend mm-hmm. and and started asking me to send stuff back on Snapchat. And I never did. And no, I'm like, so, oh, you're gross. You have a girlfriend and this is what, does she know? Yeah. So John and I, like before we got married, we 
dude all the time and I'll never forget I used to get worried because I do it in text message yeah delete it so nobody would see because it's I had like a flip VZ, VZW Verizon phone thing. And I'll never forget mom. <laughs> mom grabbed my phone and was like going through. I don't know what she was trying to do. And I realized that I delete deleted the message within the message. Yeah. But not my sense folder. And I was like, if my mother clicks the wrong button. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I mean, I've definitely I'm not saying I've never done it. So I've only, that, I've only done it with John. Yeah. None I, of my other I, boyfriends have ever gotten anything from me. No. And like I'm saying, this one guy, I've never really been asked, like, because mm. I've been in a relationship, right? So like dating wise, like I've never dated really. And so this guy, and I wasn't even dating this guy. Like I was friends with his brother. We all went out. It was his brother's birthday. He found me on Snapchat, started sending me, which I didn't ask for pictures of him. I'm not gonna lie. He's freaking hot. So I was like, okay, whatever. But then he started asking for me to send pictures and I found out he had a girlfriend and I was just mortified. No, that, like, that's you have you, a girlfriend listen, and you're doing this. I 100% believe. I mean, you, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not, I'm not saying no, I mean, by all means, I'm just saying like, if you have a girlfriend, don't ask for send news. I am the first person to tell you to own your sexuality. I do not fucking care. Send your news. Here's what I'm going to say. And I said this to my goddaughter. I've said it publicly to anybody who's listening. Do not do anything that you would not tell your best friend. Well, the problem is if you send, if you send news and include your face, you're sending them to people who now have them. That's why you do a Google image. Nobody knows what you look like down there. Did you, you, did you send your face or no? No. Okay. So that's, that sometimes. Might be sometimes. I mean, James, sometimes. remember, so remember when she visited last year, what was the video that you showed <gasps> us the shower scene? <gasps> The guy yeah. in the shower. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I've never met him. You've never met him. But never met him. And he sent me that I made, her, I made her pull out the video in the middle of where yeah. we're at Lavaca Street. We were at Lavaca Street yeah. Bar. And I was like, you guys got to Like, this is the type of shit she's got. I mean, I guess that's what you do now. I don't, I, I haven't dated in years. I'm so, going on 17 years so not dating. I, I was in a relationship with Gavin. So Shane legally adopted Gavin. So I was in a relationship with his biological dad. We broke up when I was pregnant and I was single. I dated, I think maybe one guy b- between having Gavin and meeting Shane. And I mean, I mean, it Gavin was, I would say even technology. Yeah. Isn't the same back then. And so I, I haven't dated in years. I mean, Gavin's going on 11. I've been with Shane for eight years. I didn't date from when Gavin was born or when I was pregnant with Gavin until Gavin was two. Yeah. So it's so different. One, two. Yeah. So this was John and I joke around about this all the time. Like we want to make fake profiles on apps just to see just like what it would be like, <laughs> but now I got her. So I'm living by curiosity. <clears throat> so I now want to open up the last, I think we got about 20 minutes of you just giving us random text messages, maybe even no context, just reading the back and forth. How does that sound? Okay. I can do that. So there, I do have a few. I didn't, um, I don't have that many text messages, but I do have a story. I think I'll finish with the story. That's so easy. there was this one person, this is, mind you, this is on Tinder. So, you know, Tinder is notorious for this. And he made small talk. His name was Josh. And okay. out of nowhere, he says, this is going to be explicit. Want to watch me come? 
I <gasps> come hard. So I said, as tempting as that sounds, I'll pass. I would rather much watch you play in traffic. <laughs> this one's actually fairly, fairly recent. This is from Alan. Did, <laughs> did he respond to you saying that? He did not. I think he unmatched me after that. Um, (laughs) so should I, should I give you guys a little time to process or should I just keep going? (laughs) Keep going. Okay. So Alan, now this was in January. He writes, and this is all that he writes. He says his first message and it says, nice body. I say, hello, Alan. I'm well yourself. (laughs) This was, um, his name is Dan. And I was actually the one that actually, you know, messaged him because I saw him in my swipe pile and he had his face and he blocked out his eyes with like, he scribbled out his eyes with like black marker. So clearly he's trying to be discreet for whatever reason. So I say, so tell me, Dan, is that a birthmark? Are you blind in both eyes? (laughs) And then I later found out that he did actually have a wife and that he was trying to be discreet. Mm -hmm. See, what is it with these married men? You know, what was was that Madison? Ashley Madison. Ashley Madison. They got sued, what was it, like six years ago? Because that website was based on It was for married people. But they actually got hacked. How do you get sued if you're consenting adults? So they got hacked because of privacy laws. Or I'm sorry, they got hacked and it their public don't like let me start over. They got hacked and user account information got posted. It got leaked anonymously. Right. So on privacy laws, that's how they were able to get sued oh. because they're supposed to be protected. So they weren't right. able to get in front of it, got it quick enough to be like, hey, by the way. And that's a whole bunch of that's how all like there's a lot of divorce rates if you look back in that year. Well, I just this one. bless his heart his name was chris um so he just basically made small talk and then he goes one day he was like how are you i said i'm well yourself he goes bored and then the following morning at 8 39 in the morning i think it's just so important to like just look at the time he goes wanna fuck 8.39 8.39 in the morning. Have you met him before? No. These are I mean, people that's, I oh, so that's so that one. Okay. Yeah. So it. what did you say? I said, fuck with what? I can fuck with some tacos. Yeah. Had this man taken the time to look at my bio and look at my pictures, he could easily have read that I was not about that life. Right. But because mm-hmm. there's so many women you want to get as many messages out there as fast as you can to get the result that you want. So I guess there's buy. no difference in going to a bar and drinking and buying a woman drinks all think about, let's let's paint that scenario. We're out at a bar, a guy comes up to us, he he offers you a drink and you say, No, I'm married. You don't think he's moving on to the next No, one? I know he is. It's the same and thing. And he came to me because he was already turned down by somebody else. It's the same thing. Right. It's, it's just the same now thing. virtual. Yeah, that's true. And like Nikki said, there are women out there that are looking for the same thing. So he's just hoping that this message is going to land with one of these women. Right. Had he taken the time, he would have noticed that he was wasting his time. 
Right. He didn't take the time to go through your bio, see what you were about. Right. You're not one of those. Right. There are some, I mean, I'm not on any of these apps, but like with TikTok and Instagram, you get to see into kind of that world. And there are women that are literally not interested in anything more than A, B, and C. Right. You know, so like, I feel like if it was But I wish, I wish it was that easy. I wish it was that easy, Nick, because they don't even read that. Right. So I was going to say, if I'm putting this much effort into a bio to tell somebody I'm not interested and they're still doing, that's immediate turnoff to me because you didn't take the time. You're not taking the time to even care what That would be my red flag that he's just going Mm. swipe, paste, swipe, paste, swipe, paste. Mm, You see what I'm saying? There are- I mean, I'm sure there are decent guys or good guys or guys looking for- I mean, of course. I mean, there are many stories. You can Google it that people have found love on Tinder. Right. There's a couple I follow on TikTok that found love on Tinder right. just because they wanted to hook up. And then they're like, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> there's something. Here. I think the biggest the biggest thing that people don't really pay attention to is the, you know, the pictures, the bio. If you have a man that has like these shirtless pictures and, Hold you know, on. him showing off like his assets like his car or something and he says not here not here for the drama clearly you are because you made it a point to say that and you find value in your cars and this and that instead of exactly telling us who exactly you are right Right. being on the outside of it because we're obviously not involved in this world but when i think of tinder i immediately think that's the hookup app I, I mean, I've never been on, I don't know anything. I mean, it still might be known as that. I don't really know. Like I, we had a, we had a friend here who lived in New York, but he was here in Austin for work for a little bit. And I used to sit at the bar with him. He's like, here, just take my phone and swipe. So I would go through the pic. I wouldn't even read bios. Like I would just swipe on the pictures. Like I literally was a superficial, but I wasn't doing it for me. I was doing it for him. Cause I knew he just wanted to get laid. Right. And I'm like this one, not this one, this one, not this one. I did it too. But then I'm looking back and I'm like, damn girl, you should have swiped yes to all of them and let, let him have his pick but it is i think of that's how i think of tinder i don't think of tinder of a partnership application like i'm not gonna find my person here i'm gonna get shit done <laughs> i mean i don't know anything about any of the dating websites like i said i've never been on any of them so i i the only experience i have on it's for other people yeah it's it is what you make of it Like if you want, like, you just say, no, like you're not interested. Like you're the one that makes the rules. Like this person's talking to you this way. I'm not interested. Goodbye. This person wants to meet you for coffee. I think that's that's a very valuable thing to share, Danielle. Like you're in a point in your life where you can say, not worth my time. Don't want to deal with it. See you later. Bye. Swipe. Or you could go sit on a guy's face. Or you can go sit. What's the saran? (laughs) If you prefer. What else you got for us? Um, let me see. Let me dig through my files. It's so I guess this is dating in, in 2022, right? This is right. how you yeah. meet people. Right. Well, also being <clears throat> a pandemic, how else are you gonna meet people? I mean, again with TikTok, like with 20 when when the pandemic started and everybody was on TikTok, like people were literally meeting each other on TikTok and posting TikToks about countdowns to meet the people that they became friendly with or right. relationships with. And there's a couple of them that I follow and seeing them meet for the first, I'm not going to say my heart bursts. I'm like, oh my God, we found each other during the pandemic. Aww. Like it's, speaking of love is blind. I don't know if anybody watches it, but mm-hmm. if you're listening to this episode, I watch it 
and I, as much as I think that show is ridiculous, every time they they get to go meet each other, I I clamp up and I. Get I've never emotional. watched it. I don't know what it oh, is. Oh, watch it! It's so stupid, but it's so good. Danielle, did you start it yet? No, I didn't know there was a second season. Oh, they just came out with it, and I literally hate the idea. But whenever they come out of their pods and they meet each other, I'm like, oh, love. I love love. <laughs> this one, <clears throat> this one really isn't, there isn't much depth to this. I think I was just like annoyed with, again, making the small talk. And this man writes, how are you? I say, I'm well yourself. I'm well as well. How's the tender hunt going? And I said, more like I'm being hunted. How about you? And then some of these, like this one in particular, he had like a shirtless gym selfie, which I normally wouldn't swipe on. But at this point, I'm like, you know what? I'm bored. Let's see what he has to say. So very, very good looking man. Great body, whatever. Again, not what you should be looking for. And I said, all right, Eric, what comes with the package? And he goes, lots of kisses and hugs and a free personal trainer and chef. And I said, I fell into your thirst trap. And since I'm already here, what else can you tell me about yourself? And then he like reiterated like something that I had written in my, um, written in my um, bio, but that was it. The conversation ended because he had nothing else to offer from there. But they just mm. kind of died down after a while. Yeah. Like, yeah. So we're going to start wrapping up. And the one thing I want to ask you is if you can go back in time and talk to your younger self and her dating life and going through all these apps and meeting these different men and trying to find her partner, what is the one thing or the most important thing you would want to tell yourself? Well, there's more than one thing I want to tell myself. I think the first thing being, you know, you allow how you, you know, let yourself be treated. So take that into consideration. If a person is treating you a way that you do not like, you end it. That's it. Because you do not allow for that person to treat you a certain way. Don't make yourself uncomfortable to make somebody else comfortable. Be true to yourself. You know, your needs, your values should always come first. And don't take things personal. You know, you may not be this person's cup of tea, but you might be 10 other people's cup of tea and that's okay. I love it. That's about it. I'm so proud of you. Mm. (laughs) In case you're wondering, I'm still single. So (laughs) (laughs) it's a learning curve. It's a learning curve. I think, I think you're in a perfect spot to make those decisions that best serve you, serve you. And I think that's okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with being single. Mm-mm. And pay attention to the red flags. Don't red lie flags. to yourself. They are there. They're there. They They're are there. there. And sometimes they are a red flag waving a red flag. Don't mm-hmm. ignore them. <laughs> and pay attention flag. to your gut. And that's about it. Well, thank you for sharing all of this with us. I'm so proud. Thanks for listening to this craziness. Yeah. I know you got to start including Heather on the text messages you send me. <laughs> Uh, well, there hasn't been any new content because I just can't bring myself to even. That's fine. Take a mental health. Converse. Yeah. Take a mental health day. <laughs> you get one day. You get one day. You get one day. I still think you should start an Instagram or a TikTok and just talk about it. 
That means that I would have to constantly have contact, Nick. Yeah, which means I would constantly yeah. have to do this. And it's not good for my mental health. Also true. Love you for that. Look at Byron. I literally said, literally said I'd rather light myself on fire than make, than ask somebody what their favorite or have somebody ask me what their favorite color is. All right. Thanks for everybody joining us today. If you like us, find us on Instagram at unlikely to apologize podcast. You can also find us on our personal podcast, Nikki cams. <laughs> I fucked it up again. We'll record this tomorrow. I, she can't do it either. Don't I let can't stop you. laughing. I yeah. don't try and pretend that I can do it either. But yeah. yeah. All right. One more time. One more time. Stop laughing. <laughs>